You're listening to Spark Hustle Flow, the podcast that teaches money pros to launch, grow, and yes, even scale your virtual financial service business. And I'm your host, Kimberly Stevenson. Let's dive in and get started. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode six of the Spark Hustle Flow podcast. Y'all, I wish y'all could see my face as I sit here recording this intro. I'm so excited about this one that I could literally explode. My next guest is one of the realest chicks I know and the coolest Canadian I have ever met. Y'all, I'm talking about the one, the only, Jill M.F. and Stanton of Screw the 9 to 5. Now, Jill was my first online marketing coach, and the things I learned from her have set me on a path to success for which I will be forever grateful. Being in her programs have led me to meet people that I would have never crossed paths with and to travel to locations I've wanted to go my entire life. Believe me when I tell you this chick right here is the real deal. She keeps it all the way real, all the time. She gives it to you straight, no chaser. And you'll understand what I mean by that once you listen to the episode. Now, I could gush on and on and on about Jill, but she sent me this brief bio and I want to be sure that I give you her official CV before we jump into all of this fun. Jill is the co-founder of Screw the 9 to 5, both the program and the podcast, And she's the creator of the Millionaire Girls Club, which is her slice of the internet where she connects women who want to 10x their wealth, connections, and impact. When she's not CEOing, she can be found traveling the world with her husband, Josh, and their little guy, Kai. And that's what I love about Jill. No pretense, no fluff. She keeps it real, simple, and to the point. And as a side note, Her emails are the absolute best. So if you're not already on her email list, you need to get on it today. Now, I asked Jill to come on today and talk with me about affiliate marketing because I know that that's how she and Josh got started and is still a part of her business model today. But we talk about so many other things too that you're going to want to listen to this episode a couple of times. Oh, And there is some spiciness in the conversation, so I suggest you put your earbuds in, okay? Now, let's go talk with Jill about all the things. Hey, Jill. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh my God, I'm going to totally have to like gather myself for this episode, (laughs) you guys, because we are in the company of what I consider online marketing, digital marketing royalty today. I am way too cute. You are Jill M. Effin Stanton. And (laughs) I am so super excited um, to have you here. Thanks so much for joining me. Thanks so much for thinking of me and bringing me on. I, that needs to be my new, what's up? I'm Jill and I'm I'm Jill MF and Stanton. It's <laughs> the only way I ever want to introduce myself from here on out. It's the new thing. <laughs> so um, I know I'm gushing, but it's absolutely incredible to have you here. I know we just launched and you've just been so gracious. It was such an easy ask for me. And I'm I, I'm just so incredibly grateful that you decided to spend a little time with us today. I'm so So, excited to see you getting out there. (laughs) 
I'm excited to be out here. It's been it's been a minute. I'll definitely have to share that story uh, before we jump off today. But why don't you start by telling us a little bit about who you are? Yeah, I'm one half of Screw the Nine to Five, and we help online course creators and coaches get their businesses up and running, their offers dialed in so that they can quit their jobs and get their business across a $100,000 mark. And then I'm also the founder of Millionaire Girls Club, where I help connect women who want to make millions and create badass high vibe friendships. And so that's been, as of recording this, I'm five weeks into that brand. I've waded through a whole bunch of feels <laughs> to get it out there. And I actually sat on that idea for two years because I was too scared. So always happy oh, to share wow. that because I definitely sabotage myself at like every turn, but I'm here. I'm in the ring. That's so interesting that you say that we're, we'll definitely dig into that a little bit during our conversation today, but I have to tell my screw the nine to five yes, stories please, please, and how please. we actually connected. And so yes. For those of you who don't know, Screw the 9 to 5 was an online entrepreneurship membership community, mm-hmm. right? That Jill and her husband, Josh, started back in, was it 2014 or 2015? We've had the Screw since 2013, but Screw You started in 2015 as okay. a membership. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Awesome. So I joined the Screw in 2016. Yeah, February, one of the OGs. <laughs> February 2016 to be exact. So it's, it, it would have been five years this wow. year that I was connected to the screw. And it's kind of what really started me on the path of online marketing and really learning kind of the ins and outs and lead generation and driving traffic and social media marketing and all of that stuff. And so you were such an integral part um, of of the beginning, at the beginning of my journey. And we've Mm -hmm. stayed connected. I've traveled to your live event and been a member and made so many awesome long-term connections as Mm -hmm. from being a part of that community. I am still in contact with so many different people. I love that. From the screw. And we called ourselves Scroopies. Yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite thing that's ever come out of that brand. (laughs) Yeah. So it's been, it's been absolutely incredible. And I know that you and Josh have done amazing things and you've had incredible experiences and incredible wins and you're still just Jill and Josh. To, to me. And I just absolutely love it. And I'm so grateful for everything that you guys have done for me on my journey. So I appreciate that's how all we know each other. And I could go I on forever. And I just have to say, I rem- I had Tasha Booth on my podcast and I was going through her site to like get her bio and stuff. And I saw you and Nikki Tucker and I was uh-huh. like, ah! <laughs> I just love, and you're so right. Like that's my favorite part that's ever come out of Screw You is all the friendships. Absolutely. It's like one of the most important parts about business. Business is built on relationships. So we should make it our business to build them. Absolutely. I've grown so much as a result of being a part of that membership community and making the friends that I've made in that community. And and all of my friends have done extremely well, uh, Mm -hmm. namely Tasha. Tasha had her first Mm -hmm. $100,000 $100,000 month last year. So that good. Exciting. And, you know, funny enough, uh, we've all stayed connected. And obviously, they both agreed to be on the pod- on the Sparkles and Flow podcast, too. So they're part of the launch series as well. So it's like everything is sort of, it feels like it's all coming full circle. And I absolutely so cool. love it. 
So cool, man. And you started it all. It seems like you helped us all like get our little wings and start to fly, you know? So I think that's why I'm so excited about MGC because that's really my mission with it is to help women connect in a meaningful way because I feel like, and I'm sure you can speak so well to this, right? Like a lot of us don't have that in the beginning and I can feel so lonely, you know, and I'm kind of taking a detour from what you want to talk about, but I really (laughs) believe that's the power of when you bring women together is we just lift each other up and we support each other and we cheer each other on and we encourage each other and just magic happens when you have empowered women. Absolutely. Absolutely. I totally, totally agree. So let's jump into today's topic and then we're going to swing back through to MGC. I definitely want to learn more about that. So today we are here uh, specifically to talk about growing your business using affiliate marketing, right? Mm-hmm. And so correct me if I'm wrong, you guys got started in affiliate marketing first, right? Yep. Is that right? Yep. That was our first ever business back in 2012. We actually built it up to 30 different websites, sold a bunch of them, but that's how we made our first $100,000 online from Thailand, Vietnam, China, you know, when the world was open um, and traveling internationally was a thing. Although I'm challenging that because we're traveling internationally right now. But it, either way, yeah, we had a whole bunch of affiliate sites from skincare to beauty to personal supplements to high heels to microdermabrasion machines to weight loss. I mean, we just ran the gamut. It was just anything that looked solid and had solid search traffic and that we could test out ourselves. We promoted it, assuming we liked it. And it was just such a awesome way to get started because I had never really done anything like that. So it taught me how to write for the web, how to drive traffic, how to build an audience. And that in hindsight was so powerful for the screw, even though we stumbled our way through (laughs) the first few years of business (laughs) there as well. Yeah. So do me a favor, tell our listeners, what is affiliate marketing? Yeah. So essentially affiliate marketing is you are acting as the middleman and connecting your audience to the products, services, tools, programs, courses, people that you use, like, and believe in. And when you shine a light on that product or that offer or that person's program or whatever it is, you get a special link, an affiliate link, and it has a tracking code. And if someone clicks that link and purchases something, you get a commission. So Amazon is the world's largest affiliate network. You can make anywhere from 4 to 7% of purchases, which sounds like a little bit, right? It's, it is a little. <laughs> it's not that much. But they have such a huge marketplace. And the beauty of that is when someone goes through your Amazon affiliate link, and if they buy anything else, which... Amazon sucks you in. You will always buy more things, right? Like always. the stuff Josh has bought on Amazon. I'm like, can you stop? I'm going to I'm gonna ban you soon. <laughs> so you get commissions for all of that as well. So it's a great way to generate income, especially if you don't know what you want to create yet because there's no fulfillment on your end. There's no customer support. There's no product creation. There's no delivery. There's no shipping. There's none of that. You are essentially just connecting your audience to the offer. And then if they choose to buy it, you get a commission. And so such a great way to either make your first bit of money online or add a whole other revenue stream into your business on top of what you already offer. Gotcha. Gotcha. So Amazon affiliate network is something that you would say is probably a really good place to start then, right? I mean, it's one of the easiest, but you do have to have a website. There are tons of affiliate programs though. Like honestly, you can just start searching on Google. Like say you have a workout supplement you love, right? And it's called 
I'm really drawing a blank here. <laughs> I don't know a good workout supplement, but it's called Get Skinny Now. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> and so you can open up a Google search and type into the search bar, Get Skinny Now quotes affiliate or quotes referral or quotes partner. And what that'll tell Google is that you only want to see results from Get Skinny Now if they have the word affiliate partner or referral. And that'll typically take you to their guidelines page or where you can sign up to be an affiliate. So it's really quite useful so that you can start just like, you don't have to go searching through Amazon. You could just go directly to the source of what you want to promote. Love it. Love it. And so our listeners for the most part are money pros. So bookkeepers, accountants, tax professionals, mainly service-based businesses. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like affiliate marketing is something that could really prove useful mm-hmm. and really make a lot of sense mm-hmm. for service-based businesses who are 100%. growing, you know, their audiences and their client base, they could use affiliate marketing as another source of, of mainly passive type income. Especially with the softwares that they use, like there's tons of tools. And the beauty of that kind of stuff, when you're an affiliate for a software or an online tool, is they typically have recurring commissions, Mm -hmm. which is great because as you start to build those up, those stack, right? So they really start to build a consistent level of income, which is why I always love promoting the tools we use because a lot of them have these recurring commissions and you can just start to build like this badass extra revenue stream in your business. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. My affiliate list is starting to grow. I had nice all of my affiliates saved in an Asana board uh, so I can kind of keep track of them all. But would you say it's something that it's smart to get involved with early in your business or do you need to wait until you've built out an audience uh, for your business? Like, What's your recommendation on that? Well, if you don't have an audience, like who's ever going to click your links? So that's kind of (laughs) pivotal. It's a definite first step, but I'm never going to say that you should wait on anything. I'm all for messy action and just putting stuff out there. So you can do this easily through your social media or through your website. If you have a resources page or in your weekly content, you could say like hit the show notes to get the link for this. In a Facebook group, you can have a file section in your autoresponders, like all these, like the best tools I use to do this. So don't wait, but also just know that having an audience is critical because who else is going to click on your links? Yeah. About it, right? Yeah, that makes perfect sense. One of the things that I picked up on is when you said, you know, when you were talking about products and and services or tools that you already Mm -hmm. use. And so it really makes sense to be in alignment with, uh, for those things to be in alignment with who you are and and what you're already offering in your business. And probably even depending on what it is, what the values of the company are, you know, whether you want to, you know, be talking about that particular tool and sharing it with your particular audience. So I think that that's something that we should probably keep in mind too, right? Yeah, because trust is the currency of affiliate marketing. Mm. Like if you just try to promote stuff just to get some money, like people are going to feel that the integrity is not there. The transparency is not there. You could be referring just like garbage products and that's just going to burn you in the long run. And when you lose that trust, like you can maybe get it back after a lot of effort, but you will have done yourself a disservice to just try and like, you know, 
make money quickly or make money fast or all the nonsense you see promoted online. So I think one thing I always say to people when they want to get involved with affiliate marketing is trust is your currency. Don't go promoting random shit just because you think, you know, Oh, maybe I'll make $5, you know, like your integrity is worth more than that. And your audience's trust is paramount. That is how you will make big money. But if you sacrifice that for a quick buck, you're really doing yourself a disservice. I would definitely agree with that. And so it makes me wonder how long does it usually take to know that a partnership that you've involved yourself with is really working for you or not? Like, would you say, can you tell that right away? Like, this is going to be a good partnership for me, or this is you know, I've tried it and it's not working. Have you had, you know, like to promote something like as an affiliate? Yeah. So typically, unless you have a like one-to-one relationship with the founder or something like that, it's pretty much going to be hands-off, right? Like you, you sign up for their program, you get your links and then you promote however within their guidelines, but however you see fit through content marketing, you know, whatever in your courses and your services, whatever that is. But I always say like, if you're already using it and you like it and you've had a good experience with the company and their customer support, or you dig their values, or you dig how they show up online or how they treat their customers, how Mm -hmm. they market, then it's totally up to you because you don't have to do this. It's just sweet to have some extra revenue coming in from, from a revenue stream that has no output on your end other than connecting them to your audience. But yeah, if you get, like kind of like if you have like a gut feeling that, oh, maybe this isn't a good fit, I wouldn't move forward. Like I really would do your due diligence because again, we come back to that trust and integrity piece of it. Yeah. And that's always going to be number one when it comes to being an affiliate. Otherwise people are going to be like, why would I trust you? You just promoted garbage to me. Yeah. Right. right. Exactly. Exactly. That That's so one point. So is there a rule of thumb at all on... <laughs> the maximum number of affiliates that you should involve yourself with? Like, can you I don't do think so. Like, I mean, it's weird if you're, if you've got like, I use a hundred tools and we're like, do ya? Like, come on. <laughs> right. But again, this goes back to like, promote what you use or what you like, what you believe in. Right. And there's no good or bad, right or wrong. It's just like, if you're just stuffing affiliate links into a resource page. Like that's going to be the longest resource page of life. Um, And so just rolling with what, and I also think like, if you really, 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 really want to take affiliate marketing seriously, and if you have some traffic and if your site gets any amount of search traffic, you would create dedicated product reviews around that program or product itself. So you could say like, for example, we use Thinkific like Mm -hmm. for all of our programs, right? So if we wanted to do a dedicated product review around Thinkific, we would do Thinkific review. And that would be our like, screw the nine to five.com forward slash Thinkific dash review. And anyone who's looking on Google for reviews on Thinkific before purchasing it would come to our site, read our review, and then hopefully click our link because the search intent on that, that is someone who is very intent on purchasing Click, uh, excuse me, Thinkific. They're just looking for some extra 
info on it before they take the plunge. Um, so if you really, really wanted to kick it up a notch, you could always create dedicated reviews. Um, but if you just want to like have it handy for social media shares or in emails or on a resource page or in your content marketing, you could just do it like as a tools page or just having like a text expander with the different links you use. That's awesome. And to really plug that into our, our specific audience, you guys, if you think about some of the tools that we use, for instance, you know, the main things that come to mind are software packages like QuickBooks or FreshBooks, totally. or Zero, right? Like you could do an entire write-up on or review, you know, on one of those platforms and why you yep. love it and why it works for your clients. I know that that was actually one of the strategies that I learned about while I was in the screen, mm-hmm. the nine to five group, you know, that, that that's something that you could do. And it turns into basically, you know, long form content, a blog yep. post, or, you know, you could even do a podcast review. I could see that happening. Especially um, when, when you have like an in-depth review like that and you're targeting some keywords. So you would have to do keyword research. It's not like, mm-hmm. I think the keyword would be, mm-hmm. although I'm sure QuickBooks review would be a a keyword for sure. But like, you would also want to make sure that there's actual search traffic. People are searching for that kind of stuff. But another great way to do this would be on like a YouTube tutorial, Mm -hmm. right? Because YouTube is a search engine and they do rely heavily on keywords. And so that might be an extra or an easier way to rank for that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then of course, use your affiliate link if you can do that on YouTube, which I think you can. Yeah, I think that that's incredible. This, that, that, listen, You've got me really <laughs> to start to dig in in 2021 on my affiliate stuff even more, like to really trench down. So this is this has been great. This has I'm really so been happy. great. So here here's something that we love to do here on the Spark yes. Hustle podcast is we like to um, play What's Your Favorites? Um, and it's a rapid fire game where I get to ask you several questions about what your favorite things are. And it gives our audience an opportunity to get to know the non-business side of Jill, MF, and Stanton. <laughs> Please excuse what I'm sure will be a couple inappropriate answers. <laughs> Let's just put that out there. That's definitely going to happen, especially when I'm on the spot. So <laughs> That's the probably going to be swear words. <laughs> the ones that are the most fun for me um, are the ones where I've actually known the person for a little while. And so I can do a little bit of kind of recon work and ask them about some things that oh, I'm no. aware Strap of. Strap in, ladies. <laughs> Strap in. She's about to get offensive. <laughs> All right. So I know that you guys are in, you're international. You're, you're from Canada. Josh is from mm-hmm. Australia, right? Um, yep. And yep. I know you guys have lived all over the world. So my first question is, what is your favorite, favorite travel destination? And is it the same as your favorite residential destination? No. Favorite, oh, favorite travel. Mm, 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 mm. I mean, I really dig, oh, shoot. I was like, oh, I'm going to nail this because I'm going to be so fast. (laughs) Favorite residential, hands down. I mean, right now I'm in Palmas del Mar, Puerto Rico, and we have like our family here. And I swear it's like entrepreneur college with how many entrepreneurs are here. So this would probably be my hands down, my favorite place to live. Second would be Chiang Mai, Thailand. Vacation. Mm, I love me some Costa Rica and I love me some Italy and I love, damn it. I have one more. (laughs) Okay. Wait, my favorite travel hands down would be South Island of New Zealand. Okay. Okay. Second would be uh, Halong Bay, Vietnam. Love it. I love it. I cannot wait for the world to reopen. 
I, I, Me I do too, can't. friend. I really can't. Okay. So something that I do know about you your from your past is you were a bartender, right? Yep. <laughs> so I can mix a mean drink. <laughs> what's your favorite? <laughs> what's your absolute okay, my favorite? favorite drink or what did I what was one of my favorite to make people? Let's do let's do both. Let's do both. Okay, what's my favorite. Okay, my favorite drink is always going to be a Hendrix and soda with cucumber. Yum. Okay. And then my favorite to mix was, I mean, this is a really offensive name for this shot though, but it's, it's it like good. It'll get you real drunk. <laughs> and as a bartender, that was always the name of my game, but it's an offensive name. So I'm just going to like, maybe you bleep me out. It's called a redheaded slut. <laughs> okay. Actually, it wasn't as bad as I thought. So I hope <laughs> pass the sensors. We'll we'll see. So redheaded slut. I just said it again. There you go. Um, I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. What's your favorite book, business or pleasure? Oh. Your choice. Oh man. Oh man. I have so many. Favorite book, hands down, of my entire life is a happy pocket full of money. I've read it six times. I don't shut up about it. It's a life shifter. If you haven't read it, you need to get it. I wish there was an audio book. There's not. And it's a mind bender, right? Like this dude wrote one book and just like dropped this work of art on the world. And I just can't find him anywhere else. Like he's just like, peace, my work is done. I'm out. Um, <laughs> my his name is, yeah, my book drop. <laughs> his name is David Cameron Jacondi. Um, and he is hands down my, that was my favorite book of life. Ambitious. Wow. That's awesome. A yeah. happy pocket full of money. I, I've read that yeah. once. Now I have to go oh. read it again because so, Mama Jill said so. Um, Hell yeah. Jill in the screw. In the screw. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Two more. What's your favorite self-care activity? Mm, massages. Massages. Love it. And, and walks then, with audiobooks. Sorry, I can never give one answer. <laughs> it's Perfectly, it's great actually. All right, this is this is um this should be absolutely like easy peasy lemon squeezy. Who was your all time <laughs> favorite groupie? You, camera, right? <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. I had to, I had to, I had to, I had to. Oh my Sorry, god, bitches! That was, <laughs> that was so much fun. Thanks for being a great sport. Oh god, that was so much fun. I love those things. <laughs> All right, so as we wrap up, I know we talked about in the very beginning of the episode. We talked about the Millionaire Girls Club. I want to hear all about yeah. it. It's a little bit different than Screw the Nine to Five. Mm-hmm. So tell us about it. Yeah. Millionaire Girls Club. Like I said, it's a place to connect with women who want to make millions and have badass, high vibes, supportive, encouraging, compassionate friendships. One thing I've discovered on my own path, I've been fortunate enough to really intentionally build some badass friendships. But before I actually put myself out there, I remember the first one I really intentionally built was, of course, my one of my best friends here, Kate Erickson, who's John Lee Dumas's fiance. Mm-hmm. But after that, it was like sitting down with my friend, Adrian Dorson at a like gastro pub in Tampa, Florida and saying like, do you want to be friends? <laughs> like, I really want some really badass friends and I think you are amazing. And I would love to intentionally show up for each other and keep in touch. And so I've just, and she's been amazing. I love her so much. And since then I've really like really tried to take that seriously in my life. And so I want to create a community for women where they have that. So um, I'm doing that in a couple of ways. One is my MGC mixers, and this is for 
just the community in general, it's 20 bucks to attend only. So you actually show up mm-hmm. because I hosted one that was invite only. And I had like 10 women, um, invited and three of them just never showed up and never texted me about it and never said, sorry. And just like ghosted. And I was like, that's because it was free. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, that's why I'm charging for it and 20 bucks making it like such a no brainer for people um, so that we can all connect and get to know each other and understand how we can support each other and collaborate and lift each other up. Especially right now, I feel like people are really isolated and mm-hmm. disconnected and kind of freaking lonely. And so I just want to create a place that, and like high vibe friendships, because I don't know if anyone else can vibe with this, but I dealt with years of very strained female friendships, like Mm -hmm. from grade five, all the way up to grade 13. I was the last person to have grade 13. Like my, my year was the last year to have grade 13. Mm -hmm. Um, I was just tortured in the U S yeah, I think it's just Canadian thing. Mm -hmm. Freaking Canada, just being weird up there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, those Canadians starting grade 13. (laughs) Um, but I had, you know, I was tortured by women. Like really, I had like 40 chicks barricade me in my car and like shake it and not let me out and like lock me in rooms at parties and just like spray paint things on the wall at school about me. And just like really, I really struggled with female friendships and I really struggled to trust women. Mm -hmm. And I also know that when you intentionally create friendships with supportive, confident, empowered women, magic happens because we will show up for each other in the most fiercest, loving, encouraging, non-judgmental ways. And so that's what I wanted so badly for so many years. And I know a lot of other women struggle because we have these sister wounds. Um, And so that's my mission with it. So I do my mixers, my one-on-one coaching, and then luxury retreats. So how frequently are you having the mixers? I think I'm going to do two a month to start. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cause then I do an invite only one for like, as a way for me to connect with other women that I'm trying to just get on my radar, get on their radar, invite mm-hmm. to my retreats and stuff like that. So, um, but I, I, the minute I posted my invite only one on IG, I just got a flood of people being like yeah. goals or like, how do I get in on that? And so I just ran a poll and said like, would you want me to host these? I didn't think because I was just like, Oh, would people really want to hop on zoom at like 7 PM at night? Like I was tired. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but it was just like a tsunami of yeses. So yeah, I, d- I definitely want to hear more about that. And I want to hear about you should the come to one retreat. Yeah, I definitely yes. want to hear about the luxury retreats because I know you throw a mean MF and Jill party. <laughs> and so you let me know how I can be involved in that. So that said, how do we connect with with you? How do we, mm. we find out more about the Millionaire Girls Club? How do we connect with you online in general? Share all the details. (laughs) The easiest way. um, So for MGC, the easiest way is to come hit me up on IG. I'm at the Millionaire Girls Club or my podcast is over at mgcpodcast.com. And then if you want to connect with the screw, if that's more your pace right now. So we help people in the screw from zero to a hundred grand. And so that's over at screw the nine to com, all spelled out, no numbers. And our podcast for that is the screw show, which sounds like porn, but it's not, it's business. So. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Just the, the name itself, it was the draw for me. So talking about like, um, <laughs> the, 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 the drink name, the screw was just like awesome for me. 
a few years ago. So um, a few years ago. So Jill, I missed you so much. I, really I missed you that. too. I love oh chatting God. with you and getting back in your world. Oh my gosh, this has been absolutely fabulous. Just like old times, I promise you. Please tell Josh and the little guy, Kai. <laughs> it's so <laughs> funny. It's like Kai was everybody's baby in the screw. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. <laughs> he was like the screw kid, the screw baby. So I just love it. Please. He'd be bossing me. everyone around right now. Kai, come here. No. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. This has been great. So there you have it, guys. The incredible, the incomparable, the iconic Jill MF and Stanton. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you guys connect with her online and we'll be sure to include all of the links that she shared with us on the episode, we'll, we'll share those in the show notes to help you guys find her and, um, and make that connection. So that's it. That's a wrap for this episode. Thank (laughs) you for having me. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. You guys remember as always be proactive, be productive and be profitable. And we'll see you next week right here for our next episode of the Spark Hustle Flow podcast. Thanks so much, Jill. Thank you. Hey guys. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Spark Hustle Flow podcast. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other money pros just like you find the show and learn too. And if you want to hear more from me, follow Spark Hustle Flow across all social media channels and subscribe to my newsletter at sparkhustleflow.com backslash newsletter to get regular updates on what's happening in my world, weekly business development tips, and personal lessons I'm learning that can help you too. Again, that's sparkhustleflow.com backslash newsletter. That's it for this week. Remember, as always, be proactive, be productive, and be profitable. See you next week.